And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a writer, actor, director, and Canadian. It's Andrew Hunt. And she's a writer, producer, podcaster, and the person you call when you need to know what Prince would have eaten in any particular situation. It's Casey St. Ange. Chef Jeff is here to point out that of all the folks that were at the Capitol on January 6th, you know who wasn't there? Cats. All the cats. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little strawberry pretzel salads, that particular carb. What? I've already messed up the introduction, and I am just going to roll with it because why not? Hello, my little strawberry. Jeff, I'm just going to start that over because that sounded all wrong and all weird. Oh, that's good that you saved that one. That was a drop. That was not the real me. This is the real me. Hello, my little strawberry pretzel salads. Who knew that would come in handy? (laughs) Well, I thought I was tripping out. I, was, <laughs> I, I didn't see your mouth moving. Same. But uh, I was hearing you. Welcome to another episode. No, this is the real me. Can I do it? I think I can. And now I'm confused and I don't even know what's happening anymore. Hello, my little strawberry pretzel salads. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon by John Yardley. I don't know what a strawberry pretzel salad is, but I like strawberries, I like pretzels, and I like salad. Mm. If it's got some gelatinous glop in there, which now the more that I think about it, the more I suspect it does, I'm probably still in, depending on what we're talking. I'm going to have to interrogate the pretzel salad a little bit more. But anyway, yes, I am on Patreon. All sorts of fun stuff. Just put out a bonus episode with Stephanie Wilder Taylor. It is very juicy. It is very, I mean, it's personal. We we got into a lot of stuff. It was a little bit longer than my uh, bonus episodes usually are, but um, it was really. I could have talked to her for hours. So that is available right now. Uh, video of this episode. If you want to watch me melt down in real time. The Well, that ship has sailed. But if you want to see video of me melting down, that will be available to you if you're uh, a patron. And there's a level where you can text me. I'll text you back. All sorts of fun stuff. Sign up for a year. You get a discount. You get two months free. So patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Now, I am very, very excited to welcome these guests to the show, uh, one of whom is someone that uh, I knew before... This show even existed as a podcast. It is Andrew Hunt. So here is actually both of the guests on this show are people that I knew in New York. And I think I've mentioned that I lived in New York. And they're people that I think that I knew first online. It's actually both kind of from the same time. So I lived in New York. I went on a morning news show. uh, And the other guest was uh, E. Jean Carroll. That's her last name, right? Suddenly that sounded wrong. Yes. yes. And then Andrew Hunt. Hello. Hi. Were you working with her? Or were you <laughs> yes, just- Yes, I was. Uh, you were working with her, right? Okay. Yeah. Just making online videos for her website. At the right. Time. 
And you reached out to me and we became friends and you were your the videos that you made were so funny and I became such a fan oh, of yours. Um just like hilarious and we kept in touch and then I had Alice Rose's new best friend as mm-hmm. like an online streaming internet show and you were in yeah. New York and you came on as a guest and we were yeah. just figuring this out. This was like 11 it, years ago, 12 years yeah, ago. Yeah, 12 years ago. It, it, that's so wild to me that it, I feel like the same person and I feel like you look like the same person, but 12 years I know, is insane. the same amount of time from kindergarten to graduating high school. And it's weird to think that that much, yeah. that much time has passed. I know. Since I uh, took a scary subway <laughs> to <laughs> Manhattan and did your uh, podcast. You were one of the first people to ever do a podcast. Like the first time I ever heard the word podcast. Yeah, well, I I did show. invent podcasts, so you invent you're welcome. I <laughs> mean, people have done a lot with the thing that I introduced. Yeah. to the you yeah. know to the world. You introduced so. it to me. I didn't well, know what it was. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but then since then, now you're like a behind the scenes TV guy. You've gone yep, from yep. guy who was in a teen band because <laughs> yep. you were you were like three eleven <laughs> before three eleven. Oh yeah, we were so influenced inspired. by three eleven. Yeah, I I had a hit rap album. Before you Kanye were, West did. When you were like 13 or something, right? Yeah, it, it was in eighth grade. We we started a band and it was, we didn't know that it was a disease at the time, but we were called lupus, but it was spelled L-U-P-A-S and the A was an anarchy sign. So Ooh. Oh. to show so, that we uh, nice. were tough. So yeah. cool. And then you became like a YouTube Mm-hmm. YouTube video sensation who was also working with E. Jean Carroll, which is interesting. Yeah, it's, it started with E. Jean Carroll. And then one of my YouTube videos sort of went viral. And then I was doing that for a living for a while. And then some TV producers saw and the rest is history. I've just been writing and directing uh, mostly kids TV shows uh, for the past 12 years. That's, so and then cool. for and it's been twelve years that I've been trying to get you on this show. And by the way, <laughs> let me say I am such an E. Jean fan. It was mm-hmm. one of those weird. The fact that I was like, "That's her last name, right?" I follow her on Twitter. Yeah. I'm like totally aware of all the stuff she's been up to. I just had a sudden brain fart where I like suddenly doubted her last name. Mm-hmm. I don't want yeah. anyone to think that I don't know who she is. I know exactly who she is. I think she's great. We're we're. Um, we like each other's stuff on Twitter and sometimes we tweet at each other. So we're like practically best friends. And yes. then, so I'm glad we finally were able to make this happen. Hooray. Me too. And then yes. also you. joining us, Casey St. Ange, Hi. who I also, you know, cause you've been on my podcast a bunch now. Yeah. You're like <laughs> fan favorite breakout star and also, um, a like legit podcaster in your own right now. Well, that's very nice, Allison. Thank you. Busy Phillips is doing her best. Doing her best. Yes. Busy Phillips Um, is doing her best. That's right. With Casey St. Ange. Uh, I didn't, I don't mean that's the title of it. I just mean she's doing her best with you. Wait, that's also wrong. I'm doing, I'm doing my best alongside her sidekick (laughs) style, like Patrick Starr or, you know, Robin to her Batman. Right. Yeah. Or to her Howard Stern. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, kind I mean, not of. to not to put our ourselves in in too lofty of a of a comparison. Sorry, I just jumped. There's a cat that is obsessed 
with podcasts in my neighborhood and he like he can tell when I'm doing a podcast <laughs> and he just jumped up on the fence to like make meaningful eye contact with me while I was talking to you. Does he put out a like, newsletter? <laughs> yeah, is he on Substack? I what everybody's joining Substack, right? Yeah. I think I, I'm I'm trying to do it right now, but it's a little bit of a complicated process. Um, yes, I <laughs> I have a Substack. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And right. I was like pretty good about doing it for the first many about doing it weekly, and then somehow I fell off. But wait, what? Where are you? Like, at what what part is complicated for you? Oh, I'm just like trying to sign up for it. Like, busy and I oh. were like, oh, let's try to do a Substack because we do one episode of the podcast per week. But some people ask for more, and you know, a lot of things happen in the intervening six days between mm-hmm. when when we talk on Wednesdays, and so we were like, oh, let's do a Substack, and then we can like jot down little weird things and have conversations and like interact with our um our friends that listen to the podcast and so uh i'm just trying to like fill out the forms at the beginning of it and i'm stumped there so i don't uh i, I don't maybe i need to call you but it, it doesn't it doesn't give me a lot of hope for my ability to make <laughs> a post on substack but we'll see i'll figure it out i feel like you'll be able to do it all right i think i believe in you Thank yeah. you. That is very kind. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you having me back because I always had so much fun here. Well, so, so anyway, that's what I was going to say. You, podcaster, but before that, um, you know, TV person, years yes. and years and years. And yes. back in the days when I was having, uh, Andrew Hunt on my podcast that was a, not a podcast at that point, but a video <laughs> show, you and I met on Twitter. So yes. really, we all know each other from that time. But yes. I didn't know the all, the person who's also on this show, Jeff Fox, filling in for Tony, who really took over for Jeff. Hello, Jeff Fox. Welcome. Hi, Allison. It's good to be here, and I'm glad that I could. That's like- neat. Let's do the show. <laughs> all right. Wow, I'm so bitchy today. <laughs> you are on today. You're on. You're on fleek. <sighs> you know why? Because in. California. Because Daniel's not here. That's right. I get it. You're just Jeff. off the hook. <laughs> Shove it up your butt, Daniel. You're wrong. <laughs> um. So where I sit in Burbank, it is 98 degrees. Uh, Casey, I know you're not too far from me, so I'm going to guess it's 98 degrees where you are. 98 as well. degrees. Yeah. yeah, I've really experienced the full the full temperature of the valley today. It's um. It's awful. I didn't yeah. realize it was this hot till I looked at my phone. And then sort of like looking down and realizing you're bleeding and then it starts to hurt, um, which is not always my experience of injury, but yeah. sometimes I feel like it has been. Uh, I fully yeah. realized it because, may I say why? Please. Because my I asked my husband, before you go to work today, sweetheart, will you drop me to, uh, will you let me drop my car off at the garage because they are, are going to do something to it? And um, they were able to get me in and like clear their schedule to do the thing that my car needs to have done. And he said, sure. And I said, what's it like outside? And he said, it's actually kind of cool. I just let the dogs out. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me just throw on what I wore last night to sit outdoors with some friends. And that was a very thick sweater and some sturdy jeans. Um, Because knowing I was like, it'll be cool out. My husband's going to drive me home in his... um, adorable and quirky vintage convertible Mm -mm. car 
No. And, um, and I don't want like the sun frying my arms and, you know, and it's cool when you're like whizzing down the road in a convertible. So we dropped my car and, um, they commented on the coolness of my husband's car. And then, uh, I said, can we stop by the pharmacy? I just need to pick one thing up. And he said, sure. And then when I came out from the pharmacy, my husband's very cool vintage car was smoking. <laughs> And, uh, so then we went from having two cars to one car to no cars. And, um, we took it to uh, the nearest garage and my husband had to get to work. So he took an Uber to work and I had to hang around and wait to be condescended to by the gentleman at the garage. And then they were like, we'll hold on to it for a few days. Mm. But then I decided, I don't know why I decided this, but I was like, Cause I'm frugal, I'm cheap, and uh, I decided, oh, I'm just like two miles from home. I'm gonna walk home no. in the, the no. thick sweater and sturdy jeans. Oh God, what time of day was this? It was like 1 p.m. The oh, stupidest God, that's, time. Oh, God. That's when it's the most hot. The stupidest time oh. to do anything like that. And mm. I just was, Allison. You, let me. I'm lucky to be here right now. I can't believe you are. <laughs> I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I'm not laid up somewhere getting an IV wherever they wherever they do that. I did get a big gulp on the way, which is similar to an mm. IV. But how is it that you don't like you don't even look shiny or like bright <laughs> red or anything? I mean, I didn't have like I didn't. I only had like 20 SPF on, which is not enough. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's been a while. I've been like decompressing like for a while. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, I'm all right. I came back to life. Are you angry at the – I feel angry at the jeans. I was – it was like the kind of jeans – like they're really cute, like wide leg jeans, but that's a okay. lot of extra fabric. Yeah. And that's but at least a lot they, of – At least they weren't like suctioned to your legs. They weren't suctioned to me, but I did feel like they were getting bigger and bigger as I mm. walked and that they got sweatier and that's a lot of fabric to hold yeah. a lot of sweat and then they started to like – droop down a little bit i felt like they were like junko jeans you know like mm-hmm. junko jeans i used to wear those yeah yeah you know and i just i i was like i don't know it's like wearing ankle weights you know but mm-hmm. your whole it's just like jean weights. Right. they probably weighed like five it's or six wor- pounds it's a workout I, actually yeah a little bit Ugh. but it's fine it's fine i hate it i hate the heat i hate all of this it's actually a little bit reminding me even though we're talking about a very valley experience it's making me kind of happy that i don't live in new york even though i miss living in new york all the time because stuff like that happens in new york all the time where you're just walking and it's really hot now andrew mm-hmm. you're in canada i'm in canada yeah How i'm in toronto that's right it's uh i don't know the conversion but it's around 23 degrees celsius so uh it's it's shorts weather if you're comfortable in shorts i'm a jeans man always and i suffer through the summertime because i my legs are kind of uh i've got these weird i don't know if this is tmi but i've got uh (laughs) i've got these weird sort of spider veins near my ankles that i don't like people seeing so I'm very open talking about them. I just don't want a stranger to be like, check out that guy's spider veins. <laughs> uh, it's shorts weather, but I'm wearing jeans. So, But they're just around your ankles. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's new. It's new in uh, in my life. I'm new to the spider vein world. Can I get you some socks? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, my thing with socks is it, it's funny how things <laughs> affect you. Things people say when you're a kid affect you when you're an adult in junior kindergarten 
uh, a kid told me that if you wear your socks up all the way, that you're a loser, mm. and <laughs> which is obviously not true. But now every I'm 37 now, and every time I pull my socks up, I'm like, man, that kid is he's gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> No, you got to break free. Where is this kid? Where is he? Yeah, what what cool thing is he doing? The last time I saw him was on the news. Someone broke into his shed and he hit the guy with a shovel. He's the prime minister of Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he He hit hit him with a shovel? He hit him with a shovel? He hit him with a shovel and he was on the news. And I was like, that's the guy who told me about my socks and that I needed to wear them low. Well, did he look stylish? (laughs) He was very cool. Like he was, uh, he, he was, he was so mean, but like he wanted to be his friend. Maybe that's sort of like a Stockholm syndrome thing, but yeah. he, uh, you know, he, he was kind of a bully, but when he was nice to you, he, uh, you felt like really awesome. Like, yeah, he, he likes my socks today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got a, a lot to say. And I want to support you in your, I want to support you in being ankle and spider vein positive. Mm -hmm. I feel like, listen, come to my world where I realize at my age, no one's even looking at me anymore. It doesn't even matter. Like I'm invisible. Now you're a dude, so it's a little bit different, Mm. but like, I think you could get away with jogging spider veins and all. And it's like, especially if you're Mm. running. If you run fast enough, they won't even see you. But I do run in shorts. I do run in shorts. Oh, okay. I okay. see what you're saying. Yeah. So you're, you're talking about jogging in yeah. jeans. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A trip to the store is jeans. Got a night it. on the town is jeans. Running is shorts. So, but, yeah. But you're Hitting saying- Hitting a guy with a shovel, that's also shorts. <laughs> but you're saying they're at your ankles. Yeah. So Casey was suggesting like perhaps- some ankle socks, but you're mm-hmm. saying you'd have to pu- you don't want to pull them up all the way because yeah. then this bully is still going to be thinking about you. So I'm just, and I'm not trying to put you on the stand here, mm-hmm. but how, where are they on your leg? It's uh, just right above my, it, it's in sock territory. I could absolutely Lower cover sock? it up. And I, okay. I, I do appreciate the uh, suggestion. I, I have a lot of things that are not extreme things that happened to me as a kid but still affect me as an adult like a kid once told me it was cool that i skipped a step walking (laughs) up the stairs and i still do it now and i only recently realized i do that because someone i thought was cool said it looked cool that i could (laughs) skip a step yes You know what? I, I am. I'm feeling. I, I'm glad to hear it's all. It's not all negative. I am sad a little bit that I thought that like one day, I didn't think that equality between men and women would be achieved by men also feeling bad about their way their legs looked. But it, yes. is it progress? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but I'm here to say that like I completely identify, and I never wear shorts for also. Mm reasons that other people are like what who cares mm-hmm. and i'm like i care this girl cares <laughs> mm-hmm. i was kind of bummed to see shorts coming back for women the yeah. same shorts that were popular because i also won't ever wear them the same shorts mm-hmm. that were popular because like, i feel like i can sort of remember being around like 13 or 14 and going to the mall and buying shorts like and i, and I feel like those are the same shorts that people are now wearing and i don't need them to come back 
Yeah, I feel like shorts are kind of like free a free for all right now. Like I'm mm-hmm. seeing some people wearing really long shorts and some people wearing extremely teeny shorts and I just feel like it's a free for all. I I get anxiety whenever I see someone in like a shorts romper because it looks it looks very cute if you look cute and you're comfortable, but I'm just like picturing all the bathroom trips and yes, gives me so much anxiety that you have to like completely disrobe. Fellas, in case you didn't know, when a woman's wearing like a jumpsuit or a romper, you have to get naked to pee. You have to totally get nude. What? Right. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. And put your outfit down on the ground where there's probably pee. Right. That that's something I don't consider in life, but now I will. Doctors can be women. <laughs> Was that is that Kindler? Jordan Morris. Oh, he sounds so much like Andy Kindler there. Um, <laughs> I got my bumper dinged at the swatting gobble. <laughs> uh Andrew. Yes. Or do you go by Andy like your at like your uh at handle, like your Twitter handle? Uh, it's mostly Andrew. I introduce myself as Andrew. Uh, a lot of people in the biz call me Andy because my first job came when some TV producers saw my Andy Pandy YouTube mm-hmm. channel. So they called me Andy and then the people I met through them called me Andy. So yeah, either works. I introduce myself as Andrew though. I- I'm going to go with Andrew. I like and I'll see, I'll, maybe I'll get, maybe I'll be jumped into the biz at some point in the course of this episode. <laughs> um, or introduced to you via one of these people, but otherwise I'm going to go with Andrew. Okay. So on my one on one episode this week, mm-hmm. uh, on Monday, I had a pro wrestler named, uh, RJ City on and it was, uh, everyone, please listen to that episode. He is also from Canada and he pronounces the color that is spelled M-A-U-V-E, a way that is insane to me. <laughs> Do you want to hear me pronounce it? Yes, please. Just Horrendous accent alert. <laughs> <laughs> I call it Mauve. Oh, is my that God. Right? That is... is that now, weird? I'm really getting the sense that the way I say it is very American. Casey, how do you say it? I'm going to guess it's exactly the same as how I say it. I say mauve now. Oh. Wait, did you also say it differently? I said mauve. That's how I learned to that what it was when I learned <laughs> that color when I lived on the East Coast in Massachusetts, which has really? a lot of Canadian influence. So mm. it's possible. But mauve was how I first understood it. But I say <laughs> mauve now because that's what all the cool people say. Literally, uh, your, your sock friend? With the shovel? Yeah, he says mauve. He says mauve. <laughs> literally, I literally, I don't think of myself as a provincial person. I'm really needing to start with the gal in the mirror. I <laughs> literally never heard mauve until, until I interviewed him. I'm trying to remember when that was. Until a few days ago. How have I've I been so mauve. sheltered? What? I've never heard mauve. I, I, I've if never not heard mauve. <laughs> it, it seems like, you know... As a Canadian, you hear every American thing because everything we watch is from the States. Right. So, uh, you know, you'd think you'd see it in an episode of Friends or yeah, or something else American, a McDonald's <laughs> commercial. <laughs> it's, I mean, I guess it's just not that popular oh. a color. Jeff. Right. Are you familiar with both pronunciations? Uh, as we call it in Philadelphia, purple. <laughs> <laughs> Had you heard mauve before? I have never heard mauve. Never heard that. 
I know silence doesn't work great on a podcast, but I'm just speechless <laughs> over this. You're stunned. I'm stunned. I am Silent. stunned. I really had never heard Move. Do you remember the song? I like to move it, move it. Yes. Well, okay. So it's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy that you're saying that because my five-year-old, I don't know where he's encountered this song. He's a big fan of jib jabs because my mother-in-law sends him jib jabs with the family in them. And I think they're mu- they must use that song in a jib jab. So he's been mm. singing. I like to move it, move it, but he says, move it, move it. Um, so I'm just surrounded by mauve right now. I just looked it up on my phone, and I think both pronunciations are accepted by our friend Miriam Webster. (laughs) Well, she needs to – she's a fence sitter. (laughs) Pick a side. Yeah, I guess the UK pronunciation is mauve because RJ was suggesting that it was the French influence. But mob sounds more highfalutin, and just the weird thing is that the American version is usually the trashier version. Right. (laughs) Maybe we say mauve because of the show Maud, because it's like one letter off from Maud. Andrew, do you say, how would you say the the show Maud? Do you say mode? How is this? I I don't know the show. M-A-U-D-E. Oh, mod. Yeah. Mod for sure. Mm. This reminds me of one time I heard a family in um, a restaurant and they were having an intense argument over whether it was Nutella or Nutella. Mm. (laughs) And the mother-in-law, who I thought had a point, was yelling at her son-in-law, it's Nutella, not Nutella. You don't say I'm going to grab a handful of newts. And I was like, that's a good point. The last date I ever went on was with someone who worked in the factory and told me what it is. Oh my god, did that person smell so good? <laughs> well, it was uh it was right before the pandemic, so it was it was the last date I ever went on and I just I got to a point where I was just like, you know, I I'm more interested in the uh chocolate factory than I am in uh, <laughs> seeing yeah. this progress. Who who wouldn't be? Who <laughs> wouldn't be? And she said it was called Wait, before Nutella. you said uh, <gasps> It's okay. I was going to, I just want the record. I know that this, I know that no one's going to believe me, but I was going to say Nutella for the record. You would think I was right. Yeah. You would assume. Yeah. So it was Nutella. 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 So there's no rhyme or reason to these things. Did she have any, aside from that, did she have any other juicy Nutella factory gossip? One thing I found interesting was that they're really big on, not letting social media influencers uh, make Nutella seem like it's uh, <laughs> something you, I guess, binge or love to put on your pizza and stuff like that. Like they want to keep it classy. Oh, I so like it's that. like if you get a Nutella wow. deal, you got to spread it on some toast. You can't be like doing a n- Nutella challenge where you <laughs> eat wow. the whole jar. You know, I like that they're staying above the fray. Yeah. Wow. Think, yeah. They, uh, they're really big on, um, I mean, if, if this, if this girl heard, she'd be so mad that I'm giving all the Nutella. I have a question for you, Andrew, since you're mm-hmm. the, our Nutella expert for, I have seen TikToks where people, um, they say that there's like a spoon under the cap. Is this true? I don't want to look. Talk about things that like don't make 100% sense. I'm scared to look under the cap of Nutella to look for this 
mythical mythical spoon because I don't want to seem foolish to myself if it's not there and I've been tricked. Have <laughs> I, you ever I've seen never heard this? of it? No, I. Uh, those are those are the only two Nutella facts I know. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to trick someone else into looking for the spoon. So it's a spoon, can... like they say, it's taped to the bottom of the. It's kind of like I think you like pull the inner something of the cap mm. out, and then there's like a a spoon that pops out of mm. some oh containers of Nutella. Oh, okay. Or like a knife that you like snap together or something. I don't, <laughs> I'm too nervous to look because I don't have faith that it's really there and I'll have been made a fool of by TikTok. Oh, you, you could do it in private when no I'll one's kn- looking. I'll know. <laughs> you know? Is that, do, do you, do y'all put Nutella on your bread or are you more, more peanut butter fans? Well, I'm not a peanut butter fan. But and this always surprises people, uh, and I'm also someone I am I would be a Nutella fan, although I don't think I don't think we've ever like bought a jar of Nutella. But if I've ever been around it, I've thought to myself, "Wow, this is quite delicious." But mm-hmm. it's always just been something that's like been somewhere that I have been, and I'll I'll try some of it. But it's not really something that I've purchased. It always mm. astounds me that it's marketed at particularly in other countries as like moms give this to your children for breakfast on toast mm-hmm. and i'm like it's fairly decadent and it's fairly sugary yeah, so it like doesn't yeah it seems more like a treat or like a dessert ingredient but mm-hmm. i've seen like advertisements for other countries um i hope i'm not making this up but where like moms straight up like spread it on toast and then like maybe put sprinkles on top of it too and i'm mm-hmm. like wow that is a lucky child. But yeah, that's like a dessert, uh, in my opinion. I think Jeff is... Uh... I was foraging around in my kitchen. I thought I had a jar that someone had given me, but it's actually Piacelli, which seems to be some off... Well, I won't say off-brand, but a some lesser-known version of it. It looks like it have has a, several it, things yeah. in it. Like Yeah, goober. I think this is like, yeah, like Goober grape, where it's half and half of something. Does it have a hidden um, utensil? I don't know. I'm af- now. I'm afraid to look. I'm afraid to look the fool. <laughs> right? Is this so like one I, of those like monkeys always look kind of things? Yeah, exactly. So I I looked up the the concept behind this hidden knife spoon thing, and so when you un I, I can't tell whether it's true or not, but when you unscrew the lid underneath, usually there is a piece of cardboard or styrofoam or right. something, and then oh, yeah. so if you pry that out supposedly people are finding a little plastic knife or spoon in there, but Mm. whether or not it's fake, I cannot determine. Scared to know. Now I got to go buy a jar. What a great sales tactic. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I mean, this is amazing. So wait, Andrew, have you just Mm. sworn off dating since then? Because you're saying it's like the way you're saying it, Mm. like it's like you said goodbye to all that. (laughs) It's the last date I went on ever. It was uh, just work got so bananas. The past uh, two years, I've been on two different shows and it's just, it's pretty much 12 hour days, almost seven days a week. Mm -hmm. And both of them just wrapped. So, uh, so, you know. Did you say you're directing kids programming or? or Yeah. So I I directed a few episodes of, uh, it's a Canadian show, but it's on Peacock TV in the States. It's called Miss Persona. And it's uh, it's about a young girl who takes on different personas every episode to solve problems. And she's best friends with this little bear. And I got to play the little bear in one episode when he grew big. Oh, that's Aww. exciting. Oh, wow. 
I got to show this to my kids. <laughs> yeah, it's called Miss Persona. And uh, so I, I got to direct a lot of the the fun episodes where the, the little bear is learning to somersault for the first time, or he's trying to go over, over a jump in a little monster truck that he has. Aww. And uh, yeah, in the episode that I was in, I, I actually got, here's some more overshares, but I got shingles. Oh, because no. the suit oh. was so hot okay. and <laughs> stressful to be in that it uh, it was I let me say it was an amazing time and I was happy to do it but it it triggered the uh, chickenpox virus in me and it felt like I had dipped my whole body in boiling hot water uh, for the duration of the suit. That suit made your body so mad it gave you shingles. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you see it on TV, you see I'm this big happy dancing bear, but on the inside I was like crying and just wanting to you know to put some ointment on it. <laughs> That's <laughs> like awful. that could have happened to you, Casey, walking home yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I could. Yeah, I I probably will come down mm-hmm. with shingles tonight. Yeah. Well, it's. It, it's a bit of a long story, but it was the shingles actually came when I was playing the bear in the live concert series performance <laughs> of the TV show. And it, it was outside in August shooting in the heat of Toronto, which is like a muggy heat. And yeah. so that's sort of how the the shingles happened. And then I think they saw how much of a champ I was and just pushed through the shingles that I was then put on the, sh- the TV series. Wow. Yeah, you, so it's, uh, you were rewarded with more pain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more yeah, shingles. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that sounds awful. You know, even though I didn't specifically ask for a fun fact, I feel like that was both a fun sort of and a fact. Yeah. That actually That's was. a fun fact. Speaking of Jackie Johnson, who sang that drop, I want to let friends of the show know that she had her baby uh, as I predicted I am going to make it about me. While we were doing the show last week, I said, I suspect she's babying right now. And she was having her baby. So congratulations to Jackie Johnson and to Ben. She and her husband, um, they had their baby boy and everyone is doing well. Uh, and she posted a photo of him today uh, and a little bit about her birth experience. And uh, it brought tears to my eyes and he's cute and I'm really happy for them. She has so much to look forward to. Shit, poop, diarrhea, farts. But yeah, you know, it's funny that time is so hard, but uh, I still look at pictures of little tiny, teeny, tiny babies and I'm like, oh, man, I miss it. Even though I remember that, like, it's also a crazy, crazy time, but I miss the little, don't you, Casey, miss little teeny, tiny babies, sort of. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're a little boring. Um, <laughs> they don't do that much. Yeah. But, uh, it's, I, yeah, sometimes I, I, uh, miss being bored and just content. Yeah. Yeah. Just holding yeah. a little smushy baby. Yeah. Mine weren't little, you know, I think we've talked about this before, but mine both were like nearly 12 pounds at birth. Oh, yes. Oh. I think I forgot that. Yeah, so they were both like toddler sized already. <laughs> but um yeah, but they were great. Yeah. Besides being the size of a small turkey. Right. They were oh. both lovely. Adorable. She had a not not that size, but she had a I think it's like he was like eight pounds, fourteen ounces. So that's, that's a, a good decent one. size yeah. baby too. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, and I think not that anyone cares, but I do. I think I mispronounced 
her husband's last name. And I, oh, the name, okay. S-H-E-E-H-A-N. That's like a silent H, right? Sheehan. It's like a Sheehan. Yeah. Do you say the yeah. H though? Because I but said, I I some said people Sheehan. Say Sheehan. Yeah. I, I think he goes Sheehan. Okay. Sheehan. But you know what? Along the Nutella, gonna go get some newts line, I know someone M-E-E-H-A-N and he's Meehan. Okay. This is a real mauve mauve situation. <laughs> yeah, it is. it is. It is. I just feel like, I mean, they just had a baby. The last thing they need is someone butchering their last name. <laughs> I so, wouldn't say you butchered it. You like maybe lightly elbowed it accidentally. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I, I don't, I didn't even body check it. <laughs> I just like brushed past it. Anyway, I'm very happy for them. Now, Casey, could we get a fun fact? Oh, sure. Um, what's a fun fact about me? Um, I was born in California on Vandenberg Air Force Base, which has recently been renamed Vandenberg Space Force Base. I- That's a fun fact. What is Vandenberg Space Force? I don't know. I think they do launch things into, if not space, the sky. I think they launch a lot of things. I think they're known for launching over at Vandenberg. Not known for birthing babies, but no. I was I was born there um, yeah. on the hospital, on the base. But um, it's always a weird thing because when people ask what town I was born in, I wasn't really born in a town. I was just born on a base. On an Air Force base. And so that's where I was born. So, so I was it really- like... People who were, I'm now going to say things that are probably obvious, but not to me. People who were stationed at that base when their spouses or when their partners had babies, they would have them at a medical facility on the base, like a, like a mash unit, but probably more like a hospital. I think it was like a hospital, but militarily run from my Mm -hmm. understanding from my parents. Yeah. Got it. Got it. So it wasn't in a canvas tent with a bunch of smart alecky guys running around saying, <laughs> this isn't moonshine. a police action. This is a war. <laughs> I wish. I wish. But not that I remember, but I don't remember much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's where th- that's also like a whole long story. We don't need to get into it, but a whole long story of of the military precision with which that facility was run. And uh, yeah, but that's where I was born. You will give birth at 0800 hours. What is your major <laughs> malfunction? <laughs> Pile. <laughs> well, now I do want to know. What is the military precision with which it was run? Um, Like my mom had a C-section and she had like a fairly serious surgery accompanying the C-section. My dad had been stationed overseas. They brought him back for my birth. And uh, he had talked like broad strokes with my mom about like what's going to happen. And including like she told him what she wanted to name me. He didn't specifically remember the name. Um, And so she had a cesarean section back in those days. You were knocked completely out and she had Mm -hmm. like a fairly uh, serious additional surgery. Um, They came around and they were like, what are you naming your daughter? And my dad was like, I, my wife said something with a C. And so he just put like (laughs) what he remembered on the birth certificate. And then they were like, "Um, your wife has to stay here. You have to go back overseas. Your baby is discharged. 
And so, um, oh my from God. the army, <laughs> your baby's discharged from this facility. So do you have family she can stay with? And oh my, my dad was like, um, no. <laughs> and so, uh, I stayed with like another, like a stranger family on the base. My mom was in the hospital for a really long time. I think up to a couple months. Oh my and gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And so just these, like, I was just taken care of by a couple of different random families, like other military families when I was a baby. And then my dad was like, went back to Thailand. And I remember meeting my dad. Like I was, I had grown enough and was old enough to remember when my dad came back from Thailand. He brought me a little stuffed dog, a bag of peanuts. And I think he, um, I had seen pictures of him with a beard and he didn't have a beard. And I was like, nah. I wanted those yeah. peanuts and that dog, but I was like, you're not, <laughs> you're not the man I know from the photos. But anyway, yeah, it was like a whole, it was a whole deal back in the seventies, you know, right. it was like very military precision and cut to, um, the name on my birth certificate was never changed to the proper thing. They just were like, uh, oh, whatever. Do you know what the name was that your mom wanted? My mom had intended to name me Cassandra legally Mm -hmm. and I guess to call me Casey or for a nickname, but my Mm -hmm. dad just put Casey on the birth certificate and, um, and I never really knew until I found a baby book that was filled out for a baby Cassandra. And because I'm dramatic, in my little seven-year-old mind, I was like immediately went to – I had a twin sister named Cassandra who died, <laughs> and this is her baby book. And like I was like sickened but also like um, very uh, – stoked about like having a drama and so like I got the courage up to ask my parents about it while they were in the middle of bowling they were like belonged to a bowling league and they would take me to their games and in the middle of it I was like blurted out like when my mom was in the middle of a good frame did I have a a twin sister who died and they were like what are you talking about I was like I found this baby book and I had all it was filled out for another name and they were like oh no we named you the wrong name and then we never changed it (laughs) oh my god wow um okay that's crazy that they sent your dad back overseas yeah and demanded that you be discharged to people who didn't know you yeah i mean it was weird i guess my grandmother came eventually to like help out but yeah it was just that's how it was kind of back then you know i guess yeah they probably wow. just didn't have, they probably didn't have, it probably was a tent. Now that I'm thinking of it, Jeff, they probably just didn't have the resources to like, <laughs> right. you know, Keep hold on to a somewhere. baby for a couple months, you know. But Corporal Klinger and Sergeant Schultz took good care of you nonetheless. Yes, yes, Klinger. Hijinks. <laughs> yes, the best. I love that guy. Lady um, guy. I have a story of uh, what my young mind assumed from seeing something. It does not at all rise to the level of thinking that I had a deceased twin. However, <laughs> when I was, was I think was when I was twelve, maybe I don't know. We when I was, uh, let's say it was when I was twelve. We drove across the country. Yeah, I was twelve when we drove across the country, but now I'm wondering if it was a different trip. But anyway, uh, we were in a hotel. And on a piece of paper in a woman's handwriting, I saw what I thought said hairpin lovies. And I was like, it's the name of a brothel. And I went in (laughs) to my parents and I'm like, look, someone who had stayed in this room before us went to a brothel. (laughs) But it turned out it said Harpoon Louie's and it was where we were going to get dinner that night. And it was my mom's writing. (laughs) I was like, hairpin lovies. 
Both um, good names for brothels, by the way. Yeah. Pretty good. Yes. Hairpin lovies. <laughs> um, Andrew, do you have another fun fact? Fun fact about myself? Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> my first childhood crush. Can, let's see if you can guess. Between Michelle Pfeiffer, Whoopi Goldberg, Meryl Streep, or Goldie Hawn. I'm going to say Whoopi. Me too. Jeff? I'm going to say... Boy, it's just hanging out there. That seems like the obvious unchoice. <laughs> I'm going to say Goldie Hawn. Whoopi Goldberg. Ah, yes. Which movie? The first celebrity crush when I saw her in Sister Act 1 in the opening scene where she's dancing in her gold dress. It was I was in second grade, and that's sort of when you're like learning about marriage and you're like, I got to pick someone to marry like now <laughs> today. <laughs> and I, I saw her singing that heat wave song. And I was just like, I think, I think I'll marry her. <laughs> good news it's for Whoopi choice. It's <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. So She's it was my choice. first celebrity crush. I'd, I'd rewatch the movie all the time. And I was a little embarrassed that I had a crush. So I would hide behind the couch to watch the movie. <laughs> so she <laughs> wouldn't see you. Yeah, it was so that my family wouldn't see the <laughs> adoration in my eyes. Yeah, you don't want to come on too strong with her. You might scare her off. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's a that. fun fact. That is so sweet. I think we have, so we have a whole, who knows, Andrew Hunt. Beth- was that one of the questions from your quiz? No, that's just- Oh my God, uh, that's even just, just ancillary. <laughs> okay. So we have a who knows Andrew Hunt best quiz, which is going to be fun because it's really anyone's game. So he's going to quiz us. You might want to grab a pen and paper if you don't have it. I don't know if we're going to need it. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Airly. They make my favorite crackers. Too often you have to choose between snacks that are delicious or snacks that are good for you. Finally, if there's one that's delicious, good for you, and good for the planet, Airly recently launched the world's first climate-friendly crackers that actually remove greenhouse gases from the air. They put their carbon footprint right on the package. Each box removes between 18 to 21 grams of carbon dioxide from the air, available in four delicious sweet or savory flavors including cheddar, sea salt, chocolate, and my personal favorite, salted caramel. Whole grain oats are always the number one ingredient, and they're made with 100% real cheese, cocoa butter, and brown sugar. Um, they are all so delicious. We have worked our way quickly through all four boxes. Like I said, the salted caramel, those ones, I don't even think they lasted a whole day in our house. Um, in our defense... There are a number of people in this house. Um, they're so they're all so good though. Um, they're really they are really delicious. Um, they're available at select retailers and online at Amazon.com and Airly Foods. Go to airlyfoods.com slash best friend to take a delicious bite at a climate change and be sure to use our promo code best friend at checkout to save 25% off your order. Plus, Airly is so confident you'll love these things. They're backed by 100 percent satisfaction guarantee. Don't like them for any reason, they'll refund fund your money. It's easy as that. Remember, get your next box of climate-friendly and seriously totally delicious crackers at Airly Foods. That's A-I-R-L-Y-F-O-O-D-S dot com slash best friend and use the best friend promo code to get 25% off. And hey, thank you, Airly, for sponsoring this episode. I also want to tell you guys about Upside. I don't know if you're familiar with Upside. Um, It is this new app that I have discovered 
and it is amazing. Um, from cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us all where it hurts, and it really hurts. And that's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. So Upside is this, it's amazing. Um, Casey, I actually thought of you when I first heard of it. I feel like it's, it's something that you might like because we were talking. Yeah, there was like I have to another, check it out. Yeah, yes, app, yes. there was another app that you turn or another thing that's sort of similar that you had turned me onto. And I'm like, where's the catch? And you're like, there is no catch. And this is like that. Um, so, uh, with upside, uh, you download it, download the app, and then it tells you where there are, um, where you can get cash back in, like wherever you are. And it's especially great at gas stations. So it'll sort of show you all these gas stations near you. And it'll be like, you know, you get six cents back for every, or no, sorry, not six cents. It, it like if you, you can get like $6 back at this one, or it, it'll be like 21 cents per gallon back. These are all don't quote me on these figures. These are based off of my memory of w- when I was, you know, using it last. But you get you get cash back, um, you know, at restaurants, at grocery stores, at, at, particularly at the gas station. Um, it, it's it made me it makes me feel like a fool for not using it. Uh, it's great to get started. Download the free Upside app in the App Store or Google Play. Use my promo code Allison to get five dollars or more cash back on your first purchase of ten dollars or more. Next, claim an offer for for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. You can cash out anytime to your bank account. PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon or other brands. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. Download the free Upside app and use promo code Allison to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code Allison. Okay, let's find out who knows Andrew Hunt best. Right. Question number one. What is my biggest irrational fear? Is it A, centipedes, B, clowns, C, loud teenagers in movie theaters, or D, first dates? Oh, my goodness. Okay, I have my answer. Everyone have their answer? Okay. From let's just we'll just put our hand up when we have our answer and then Jeff will know when to cut the fun music. I'm gonna say those are all such good fears. Not irrational. None of them are irrational. <laughs> but I'm gonna say loud teenagers in a movie because I just have become afraid of teenagers. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. Casey, what what do you think? I have the same guess. Because okay. also I am too am afraid of teenagers yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't limit it just to movie theaters. The sca- I've expanded to being afraid of teenagers everywhere. The scariest <laughs> giggling teenagers when you walk by. Yes. Oh, yeah. Who was There was someone on my show recently who said that she went somewhere and a teenager or teenagers like complimented her on her outfit. And then she's like, oh, God, what if they're pranking me or punking me or <laughs> making fun of me or something? First, she felt good. And then she's like, what if this is all an elaborate joke? Okay, Jeff, what do you think? I say B. Was that clowns? clowns? 
clowns? The answer is centipedes. Oh. oh. While all those things are scary, teenagers are very scary. It, when you're young, they're scary because they're older. When you're older, they're scary because they're younger. And there's only like a short window. They're not scary. But centipedes are the one that I will, I'll shake if I see one. I don't know wow. if you get these in, in uh, California, but we, in Toronto, there's these mustache sized centipedes. Ugh. They're super hairy and they're in pretty much every house and they come out at night and uh, so you'll just be browsing your phone at night and one of them, it's like an, a unibrow will just <laughs> yes. speed across your wall. I don't I know think, if you have those ones. I no, think I had you. those in Brooklyn. Okay. It looks like an eyebrow just, yeah, like across yeah. the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're oh. fast. They're fast and they're really good at hiding. So you'll see one at night yeah. and it'll just it'll just like jump under the smallest thing and so that that's the one that, all of those are scary but that's the one that makes me actually shake. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I How feel like we could combine our yeah. answers and write a great movie Teenage Centipede. Oh. Ooh. Yes. Like the scariest movie of all time. Teenage Centipede. Yeah. Clown face teenage centipede. Yeah, just throwing it out there. <laughs> all right. We're it's anyone's game still. All right. Okay. Next question. I'm interested in hearing your answers too, but what is my favorite childhood movie? Is it A, The NeverEnding Story, B, Free Willy, uh, C, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or D, The Little Mermaid? I think it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because I feel like I I feel I feel I've seen some turtle content on your feed. I just have a sense. Casey, I'm gonna guess the Neverending Story because I feel like you're a sensitive and lovely guy, and you would like that sensitive and lovely dog dragon. <laughs> Falcor. Falcor. Yeah. And Ooh. Jeff, that was a little tip of the hat there because I think you knew his name <laughs> right off the top of your yeah. head. But I'm still going to go with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The answer is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Thank wow. you. Thank you. It's always been a life goal to work on a Ninja Turtles show, but uh, I haven't hit that one yet. Next question: Which Canadian food? Will I never eat in public again after it made me puke on a first date? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, which Canadian food will I never eat in public again after it made me puke on a first date? Is it A, poutine, B, Nanaimo bars, C, butter tarts, or D, ketchup chips? <laughs> wow. Mm. That's such different kinds of puke. I know. <laughs> Like a, a few of those are sort of would almost be like merciful puke if you have to puke, but some would be like the worst kind. Mm-hmm. What was number three? Uh, number three was See, butter I mean, tarts. I don't even know what those are. Sound good though. Hmm. Oh, you don't know butter tarts? Mm-hmm. Is that not a thing in the states? No. Mm-mm. Oh wow. They're these um, 
mauve colored (laughs) (laughs) treats. Oh, Allison? Yes. You know, I'm going against my gut here. (laughs) I'm going to say Nanaimo bars. I feel like I'm... I really should be saying poutine, but I'm going to say Nanaimo bars, just for just for the just for the hell of it. All right, Casey. I'm going to guess I spend a fair amount of time in Canada. Mm. I've had all of those things, but I'm going to guess ketchup chips because I feel like they're very hard to stop eating them once <laughs> you are eating them, and you know that it's doing bad things to your stomach. Mm. Um, they're very acidy and that. You know, you're just not supposed to have a lot of um, red flavoring powder in your stomach, I think. <laughs> so I'm going to say ketchup chips. All oh, right. my God. I hadn't even thought. Oh, Casey, you are good at this game. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about, like, the, the food and why it would make you throw up. To m- In my mind, it was just like he vomited which food. I wasn't even thinking about the relationship between the food and the vomit. <laughs> you're good, Jeff. <laughs> I was going to also say ketchup chips for exactly the same reason as Casey. I love your reasoning because that, I think, is a food that you could kind of get in over your skis on, if I may use a possibly (laughs) Canadian (laughs) analogy. But I'm going to make a last-minute change to poutine because I think, because you said you would never eat it in public, and I feel like poutine is the thing of those things you would be most likely yeah, to eat in public, like that a restaurant. Like, that's Ryan. a really like good a, point, and it feels like but a I, date food. Yeah, well, yeah, but I. It would be funnier if it was poutine as well. But anyway, <laughs> that's my reasoning. The answer is poutine. Oh, I knew wow. it. Yeah, Dang. it was uh, in Canada. It's like you're not supposed to put anything on poutine other than cheese curds and gravy. But we went to this place where they do the works, like pizza toppings or I ordered one called mama chicken, baby chicken. And I was just like, this sounds interesting. I I just liked the name. And then I figured out that baby chicken meant egg. So there was egg and that's what upset my stomach. So it was kind of a trick question. You were on the right track with trying to guess what about the food made me sick. It was the egg. I don't know if the egg was bad or if it just, just or that they called it. it a baby. Yeah, yeah. And that grossed you out? Yeah, mama chicken, baby chicken. That place is no longer open. But uh, then we went to a bar after and I spent like 30 minutes in the washroom getting sick. And then I came out like, I I think I should go home. And now every time I see poutine on a menu at a restaurant, I think about the relationship that could have been if it weren't for mama chicken and baby chicken poutine. Oh, no. (laughs) That's so sad. (laughs) Sad. Um, I don't know what my question was. I felt that I had one and then I come. Oh, yes. What? Sorry. What is a butter tart? A butter tart is like, um, do you have mince pies? Uh, yeah. It's like a, um, like a chicken pot, like a mince meat pie. Imagine a a chicken pot pie. Oh, a mince meat pie. A mince meat pie is like, um, chopped up raisins and stuff like old people love it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a butter tart is, uh. It's imagine a pie, okay. but with like nugget type stuff inside. It's uh, mm. it's funny because 
Is it sweet? Canadians are very proud of like the things we've invented and butter tarts are always a thing where we're like, well, you ever heard of a butter tart <laughs> that was invented here? And everyone's always like, no, I, I have no idea what that is. Is it kind of like, um, like a pecan pie without the nuts on it a little bit? Yeah. Imagine a, like a chess pie? lemon meringue pie with like delicious slime in it. Literally yeah. slime. Like, yeah, like a chess it, pie. It looks or like, like slime. Or like the crack pie or whatever they okay. named it to be at yeah. Milk Bar. It's uh, like a caramelized sugary stuff inside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish, I, like, if there's any Canadian listeners listening, they're probably embarrassed for me that I don't know <laughs> what goes inside of yeah. it. But. We don't like it. When's the last time you ate it? Oh, my goodness. I, I have a memory of seeing someone eat it in elementary school and, uh, <laughs> and feeling sick. I, food <laughs> makes me feel sick. Is it like snot sort of. inside? It looks like that. And that's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I feel bad because this makes me sound like a bully, but some, the person who was eating it, I was like, that looks gross. And she said, it's snot. And I said, oh, it's snot. <laughs> and uh, she got really sad. So when I think butter tarts, mm, yeah. I think of making. You're her shovel sad. guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For I'm the record, my guy. mom did the it's not joke constantly to me oh, as yeah. a kid. So, you know, mm. you it's not it's not that mean. <laughs> okay, okay. As far as like kid oh, jokes go. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, good. The, All right, uh, so Jeff oh, is uh, Jeff's up. He is. Wait, are we on question four now or five? That was. Uh, I'm not sure. Three, four. I wrote a bunch, so I just figured I'd stop when uh, when you want me to stop. We all fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I asked. Biggest fear, which was centipedes. Favorite childhood movie, which is Ninja Turtles. Poutine. And yeah, so that was three. Okay. All right. So yes, Jeff a has. more if you want. All right. Yeah, let's do two more. Gotcha. Okay. My most recent TV acting role. Ooh. That's that sound effect. I use it in all. Sometimes I edit TV shows and I always use that exact one. Is that from a popular game show who wants is to that, be a millionaire is, is that yeah. that's what it's from mm-hmm. okay all right that's okay interesting i just have it on my computer as game show sound <laughs> but uh okay next question my most recent tv acting role was as this dancing object was it a dancing avocado a dancing hockey puck <laughs> or a dancing teapot This is, these are some groovy sounds. I am going to guess that was, teapot. That was the unofficial Canadian theme song I just played. It was the uh, the, <laughs> the theme song for Hockey Night in Canada. Yeah, Hockey Night in Canada. Yeah. I guess teapot just because. I don't know okay. why. I guess avocado. I'm going to guess hockey Jeff? puck because I love hockey and nobody's guessed it. And boy, would that be awesome. 
<laughs> the answer is a dancing teapot. Yes. <gasps> oh, Jack and I are tied. He tied it up. It was. Do, do you know the show The Wiggles? Yes. yes. So it was a Wiggles slash Miss Persona crossover episode. Oh, wow. Oh, where wow. they sang about drinking tea. And I did such a great job as the shingles bear <laughs> that I got to be the uh, giant dancing teapot. So, yeah, it, that's on YouTube. If, you, if you're ever uh, looking up Wiggles music videos and you come across one with the giant dancing teapot, that's me. That's you. Wow. That's awesome. And it didn't trigger any dormant viruses that had been just hiding out in your body? No, that one was smooth sailing. Wow, that's so she cool. She thanked Goodness. me for my energy, and I was uh, a little starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one I think is uh, for the win, All unless right. we tie again. It's between you two, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Good another game. childhood question. The first time I was ever kicked between the legs was for what reason? There's two options here. A- I pulled the head off my neighbor's He-Man action figure and threw it in the sewer. Or B, I accidentally stepped on a classmate's vampire cape on Halloween and I ripped the cape. Well, I have my guess. Go for it. (laughs) What do you think, Allison? I think A. Although... You don't seem like someone who would do that. <laughs> now that I think about it, but that's He's still not a- now. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, I guess I'm going to go with A. I might be throwing the whole game away, but I. I so I guess I'm going to just like you did with the He-Man action figure head. It doesn't seem like you. Then not that you I know, but I still am right. going to go with it. All right. This is a hard one because I feel like you you alluded to feeling bad about feeling like a bully earlier. Oh, yeah. And so that's something that weighs heavily on your soul. Mm. And so I would think logically you would tell us a story. You would offer a piece of information where you were kind of like the victim all around. You accidentally stepped on someone's cape and got kicked in the nuts for it. <laughs> um, And so we would feel sad for you, rightly so. But also all little kids do mean things like pulling off a He-Man head. And so... Mm. I'm going to say A. I agree with Allison A. All right, Jeff. I'm going to go with B because I think the reaction of someone kicking you in the nuts is more of a spontaneous reaction. So Mm. if you pulled somebody's head off their He-Man action figure and threw it, I feel like that's something they would kind of see happening and then they would get mad at you and maybe throw you on the ground and fight with you. But when you do something inadvertent, like step on someone's vampire cape, they would just spontaneously <laughs> turn around and kick you in the, in the jewels. Well, that is in the poutines as it were. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, wow. That yes. is correct. Yes. The both stories are kind of true. The first one, someone ripped the head off my He-Man toy <gasps> and I wanted to do that to him. So, yeah, I stepped on a kid's uh, vampire cape and he kicked me in the groin. And that was the first time I experienced what that felt like. And it was just such an, um, an emotional journey. 
Yes. I love that you keep saying the first time. How many <laughs> times have there been, Andrew? Uh, a few times, you know. They add up. Uh, playing soccer. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually like a bike it's, one, right? A bike? Yeah, yeah. That happens. It's... Uh, you gotta you know, stop hanging around with vampires. <laughs> there was when I was a kid, there was a lot of like bullies in my life who would befriend me and would you know, because I was nice to them, and maybe the only person who was nice to them. But then we'd spend the whole time hanging out with them like kicking me in the in the groin. Oh my god. <laughs> Hate to see what they would have done if they didn't like you. Metaphorically, you know, it's. I think yeah. they're like, I have a friend, and I don't know how to uh, deal with that other than like throwing uh, pool balls at his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Telling him yeah. to pull pull his socks down. Well, wow. bullies are like that too. A, they're you know they bully yeah. people they don't like, but then you think, oh well, they'll be nice to me because I'm their friend. And it's like, eh, they're kind of yeah, yeah. dicks to everybody. They're just slightly less dickish to you because yeah. you're their friend but they'll still be yeah i think when you get older you're yeah you realize a lot of them just were lonely and they don't know how to play with other kids yeah so they play rough you know yeah so, yeah, yeah we do and their parents mm -hmm. are maybe horrible as well yes yeah. yes definitely. yeah yeah but yeah i would never throw someone's he-man head down a sewer okay but asks. now okay i knew, I knew in my you... soul i knew have you ever done something mean that like that when you were a little kid that you regret to this day? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Cuz that's I yeah. I feel like you seem like a perfect angel, but I have to also know like even a perfect angel must have done something <laughs> that they regret that was like a little mean when they were Mhm. Mm well, I once well borrowed this kid's Godzilla toy and uh I I told him I'd borrow it for a week and then I brought it in for show and tell. And told everyone it was my Godzilla toy. And people were like, <laughs> I was like the king of the class that day. Oh, like, man. Wow, was, he in, was he in a toy, different class? Andrew. No, he was in the class watching it all happen. <laughs> oh, my and God. What did he, what did, did you just, what happened? He cried. He cried. Oh, and he was like, wow. that was my Godzilla toy. And that, that was the first time I, or one of the first times in life uh, where I was like, I shouldn't, I, I shouldn't take people's Godzilla toys. <laughs> pretend they're mine. <laughs> I love that the lesson you took from it was so specific. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another yeah. question. You referred to it earlier as junior kindergarten. Yeah. Is that a, what is that? Oh, so uh, in Canada, there's junior kindergarten, which you start at age four, and mm. then senior kindergarten, and then uh, grades one through eight. And then oh, okay. Nine through 12. So maybe that's like my son's in pre-K. Preschool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like right. Yeah, so so you do junior kindergarten when you're 4 and then senior <laughs> kindergarten when you're 5. Yeah. So yeah, if, so if he's like, that age, he might like that show Miss Persona. It's yeah. for preschool kids. So. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, and then my yeah, so Elliot's 5 uh and he'll go into kindergarten soon and then Owen is 3. Okay. So they probably would both like it. Yeah, we, I just finished another one called Space Dragon and Kim. I don't know if he's uh, into science, but it's um, Owen is. Yeah, it's, I mean so Elliot it's a is too, but show. more Owen. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a science show for kids age six to eleven, and it's I play a big uh, alien dragon in it, and we teach kids about science. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll have cool. to have them check it out. Yeah. Speaking of science, you guys. 
Wait, thank you so much for the quiz. That was amazing. Jeff knows you best. I didn't know that. Those were fun facts. Speaking of science, I'm the queen of segues. We have, we all have busy lives these days and can't afford to waste a day stuck on the couch because of a few drinks the night before. Zbiotics is the answer we've all been looking for. Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD students to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. It's designed to work like your liver, but in your gut where you need it most. Just remember to drink Zbiotics before drinking alcohol, drink responsibly, and get a good night's sleep to feel your best the next day. So the first time Daniel tried Zbiotics was uh, just a few days ago uh, before we were going down to my parents where he knew he was going to have um, a few beers. And so as instructed, he drank a bottle of Zbiotics before having any alcohol. Uh, and then the next day he was, cause he's now, I don't know if you guys are at this age, but he's now at the age where a few drinks and he's definitely feeling it the next day, but he's like, I feel amazing. And so he's like totally sold on it, especially when you like need to get up early and sort of be, be on, on top of stuff. It's super helpful. So give Zbiotics a try for yourself. Go to zbiotics.com slash best friend to get 15% off your first order when you use best friend at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. July 4th is right around the corner. So order a pack of Zbiotics for you and your friends today to make sure you get it in time. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash best friend and use the code best friend at checkout for 15% off. That's Zbiotics, like Z, letter Z, biotics, B-I-O-T-I-C-S dot com slash best friend. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode. Okay. I think we should do, oh gosh, choosing now between just me or everyone or hey, go fuck yourself. Are you guys feeling more just me or everyone or are you feeling more, hey, go fuck yourself? I could go either way at any moment of my life. Andrew, <laughs> what are you feeling? Are you feeling more like, are other people doing these things I'm doing? Or are you feeling more like, I need to tell someone to get fucked? Well, I thought long and hard about the second one. Okay, let's do that who then. who really needed to be put in their place. Okay, good. Because I have something for that too. Because I'm a little bit angry at someone. Ooh. Okay. Oh. Yes. All right. Let's, let's do that. Okay. So we don't have. Settle some hash. Yeah. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Okay. I'll start because it's my show. Now, I don't know if this goes out to a listener named Demian, who normally I love, or if this goes out to my husband. And I'm realizing, given that Andrew's Canadian and he might have different feelings <laughs> about mayonnaise because of that, that he might not agree with me. However, a, a while ago, I watched Daniel take a sandwich that already had like dressing on it and just like fart out a big thing of mayonnaise into a bowl and just dip it into mayonnaise. And my love for him dwindled and I was just so repulsed. And I, I brought it up on this podcast, Doughboys, that I was on and um, needed to know if I should, you know, continue this relationship. <laughs> and anyway, um, so Demian 
tweeted something at us about how he ordered a hamburger with extra mayo and they didn't have enough, like it didn't come with enough. So he got a dish of mayonnaise on the side and was dipping his hamburger in it. This is not normal. Thank you. I didn't see that. So that was later info. All I know is we ordered Happy Meals last night because we are invested in nutritious dining. And so we're sitting at the table and I'm looking at Elliot and Owen's little hamburgers and I'm like, is there a poached egg in there? What is this big white thing? Because I'm looking at them because I want to take a bite, basically. But I'm like, is there an egg in there? That looks tasty, but it looks weird for a McDonald's burger. And then I look close, more closely and I'm like, it's mayonnaise. There's a a puck of mayonnaise in there on both of them. And I say, they put mayonnaise on these because that's not normal. Yeah. And Daniel says, yes, I ordered them with mayonnaise. And I say, why? And he's like, hamburgers are good with mayonnaise. I'm like, and I, I don't even touch it. I'm just like, okay. Our five and three year old certainly didn't request this. What is happening? And then I see the tweet and I put it all like someone who watches a lot of true crime. I put it all together. This tweet reminded him that his preference is hamburgers with mayonnaise. And so he's decided that to foist this upon, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know who's to blame for this, but. So I spread a little bit of it to him and a little bit of it to my husband and a little bit of it to Best Foods Hellman's. You can all take... Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. That's right. Keep your puck of mayonnaise out of my kids' burgers, please. Thank you. He's indoctrinating them. I know. I It's like find. It's like going in and finding like some little religious pamphlet. Like, oh, oh, grandma gave me this. Like, okay. That's not cool. That that should be a discussion between the two of you. Yes. Yeah. He he knows how I feel. Yeah. That's hard. That's hard. Especially since like as a parent, 22% of your nutrition comes from taking bites of your kids too. <laughs> well, that's – I don't know if I'm more upset at like the, the sneaky underhanded way he wormed it into their food or that I could then couldn't enjoy some of their food. Yeah, it's both. Both is. Yeah. And I love your husband. I I really I did like too. him. I think he's <laughs> I think he's a good guy, but that's you know, that that should be something that you discuss as a family, a choice that you make as a family. I think so too. So then Those are not Big oh, Macs, Shelly yeah. and John. And they both left like two thirds of their burgers there. And I was like, Do they normally leave this much, do you think? <laughs> And he's like, I think so. And I'm like, I, I couldn't remember how much they normally leave there. Cause I guess I'm not paying attention normally, but in my mind, it's like they didn't enjoy this. See, and I certainly well, couldn't. It could also be that they like are just familiar with what their body needs. And because of the added calories, they yeah. were like, their body was like, I, we've had enough baby <laughs> calories, but thanks to the mayonnaise. You only well, here's need to the thing. I mean, this is like child rearing 101. If it's not broken, don't fix it like they're i mean they're fine with their 
Happy Meals the way they have them every single time. Why ladle on a puck of mayonnaise? What are we doing? Maybe they'll come to hate McDonald's Happy Meals because of the mayonnaise. It might be aversion therapy. Yeah. And then you'll be you'll be the lucky ones. That's right. Um, I'm just surprised that you can order something from McDonald's with some kind of specialization and and they'll actually deliver it. I just thought you kind of got what you got. I was shocked at this as well and shocked that he would decide to do this. What is it's it's this it's so weird. What? Andrew. Yes. Do you love mayonnaise? I appreciate a mayonnaise sneak into what my is, food. What I'm does like that a mean? dog eating peanut butter that has medicine hidden in it. <laughs> in that if someone puts mayonnaise on something for me, I'm down to eat it. Mm. But if I see and hear the mayonnaise, yes. It has a lot to do with sound and look. Uh-huh. Uh, like for no reason other than it's just like I, I feel the same way, way about cream of mushroom soup. Oh. It's delicious, but to see it come out of the can just makes me not want to. I guess I'm like a child in that way. But if you if you snuck mayonnaise onto a burger, I'm down to eat it, but I would never put it on myself. Yes, I mean I don't agree with the last part, but I <laughs> I know what you mean. So what exactly am I agreeing with? I don't like I, you know, like macaroni or potato salad or a deviled egg or things that a lot of people are probably like, oh, I don't like any of that. I actually like all of that pasta salad, things like that, that have mayonnaise as an ingredient. Um, I don't need mayonnaise on my burger. I find that to be kind of icky, but I'm with you on the like, yeah, I like it as an ingredient. I don't like to, I don't like to watch it glop out of the. Yeah. It's all about what it looks like and sounds like. Yes. It's uh... But, okay, so when someone scoops it with a knife, that grosses you out. But what about squeezy mayonnaise? Does that also gross you out? Yeah. Me? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> might actually be worse. Did, so did you like mayonnaise before the squeezing incident? Or was that no. just like a... No, it's been a long time that I haven't liked mayonnaise. <laughs> Although as a child, I used to eat artichokes and dip them in mayonnaise. Like before I had uh-huh. agency. This is, you know, just when my parents would feed me. And I look back on oh, that and I think, how did I do You married that? your parents. I did. Oh my God. You're right. <laughs> it's weird all the ways you realize you really did marry your parents. I'm crazy. <laughs> all right. Who else needs to tell someone off? Andrew? I can I can tell someone off. So yeah. I was thinking about like it, around 15 years ago, someone said something so rude to me <laughs> that it has forever changed the way I walk in public. <laughs> it was my my first week of university. I went to the University of Guelph and it was I was on my way to a night class. So a lot of people were going out to the bar and I walked past this group of guys and one guy yelled, hey, that guy's walking like he's got a pickle up his butt. (laughs) My first week of university. (laughs) And they always say, like, just walk away from confrontation. But once someone says you walk like you have a pickle up your butt, you don't want to walk away. But I walked away. And one of the worst things was they all his friends were like. He does. He does walk like that. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. So now, like, I, if I'm walking out in public, I'll look for my reflection in store windows to be like, is this a pickle butt walk? Or is this a normal person walk? I'm so sorry. 
I think walking with a pickle up your butt would be like, I don't refined, like kind of jaunty. <laughs> refined. You know what I mean? Like if you were, it'd be different if you were clenching a pickle between your butt right. cheeks. Oh, that yeah. would be a funny walk, but a pickle right. all the way up it. I just yeah. think that's like you'd just have swag. Oh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, I think that would lead to good posture, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to keep that pickle in. Right. You're yeah. working, like you're working your muscles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Maybe that's why I don't like shorts. Maybe. I don't want people related. to look at that area, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't want the legs to draw a line up to the pickle area. You don't want the, the spiders to eat your pickle. Yeah. It was just like, it's so weird too. The first week of university, you're like, I'm. I'm with my people now. And then, they're, up. and then, yeah, it's, I mean, they were probably drunk on their way to the bar, but uh, yeah, for me, it was about the friends just agreeing. <laughs> like, so that is the weirdest part. Yeah, they were like, he does. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to laugh. <laughs> it's okay. Do you feel like that was his go-to insult, though? Or do you think it was special for you? I think it might have been special for me because it seems like it seems like a go-to insult. But it was the fact that they all agreed. And, you know, and they they didn't agree in a taunting manner. They agreed in a, <laughs> like, academic manner. Like, he does. He, do, he does walk like that. <laughs> so, it... <laughs> I don't know. It's, but that always stuck with me. And every time I'm walking, you know, when you become conscious of your walk. Yes. That's anytime that happens to me, I'm like, pickle. There's a pickle. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, we have something to tell that guy. Yeah. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Yeah. I wonder what that guy's doing now. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know. He's like a judge on a reality show, (laughs) but, but also miserable. He works in a pickle factory and smuggles pickles out every night up his butt. That's how he knows what it looks like. It really was just a matter of fact. It's a family business. That's how we do. Yeah. Casey, what about you? I have someone. I'm not sure if I'm telling this person to go fuck themselves or... Because I don't know the context, but I feel like it could be someone I'm telling to go fuck themselves, but like not in a a vehement way, just in a kind of like, eh. Okay. So you know that I, my first job, I worked at The Late Show with David Letterman and David Letterman ha- is uh, very, he's still very famous and very successful uh, figure on Netflix and um, he has this YouTube channel and they've been trying to make more content for the YouTube channel. So recently some producers from the show that I knew like old friends of mine came to LA to make like um, Letterman memories. Like they're having staffers tell their memories of things that happened on the show. So they came to my house and taped a bunch of my memories and then they cut them together into nice video packages and put them up on Letterman's YouTube channel. And I know you're never supposed to read the comments. You're just not supposed Mm, to. Especially not YouTube. Yeah. And then, you know, I just did. And they were overwhelmingly so far it's only been like a week or so that it's been up overwhelmingly pleasant mostly pleasant and mostly like i think listeners of of our podcast 
going on to say, good job, Casey. I'm so glad you told the Nicolas Cage story. I'm so glad you told the Charles Grodin story because they know all my stories because mm. I have like five stories. <laughs> um, but anyway, this guy, and I don't want to say his name. And, you know, and again, it's a maybe go fuck yourself. He said, wait, I want to say exactly what he said. I took a screenshot of it um, because I want to be fair and I want to get your opinion. Um, he said, he said, I'm just going to come out and say it. That is a beautiful woman. Which <laughs> I'm like, that's nice. That's a compliment. But why did he have to say, I'm just going to come out and say it? Like it was an act of courage to right. admit that I was beautiful to him. Interesting. That's how I took it. So it's a maybe go fuck yourself guy. I actually, which, what do you think, Jeff? You are, you're at the risk of sounding contrarian. I think that it was a weird way of him couching his comment in a world where you're not supposed to comment on someone's external appearance. Okay. That, that's right. how I would take it. Okay. Like, you're, you could say that, but normally you would have to say, she was funny, she was smart, she was eloquent, uh, you know, her hair, you know, well, you can't say her hair was nice, but he, he would pay you a bunch of comments, positive comments about things other than your f- physical appearance, and then maybe add that in, but he was like, I'm just going to say it, she's a beautiful woman. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm willing to consider, and I have considered that. Yeah. But I just felt like, because the person that commented underneath said that was very courageous of you. And that, (laughs) oh, well, that makes it worse. Well, that made me laugh because, because that did sound like what he was saying to me. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say it that the type of woman this is, is beautiful to me. Although I know she's not everyone's cup of Mm -hmm. tea. I'm going to publicly state that this is the kind of woman I find beautiful. Let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Yeah. I know to you, but come at me. And this is all about me. (laughs) That this is a beautiful woman. Debate me. Um, (laughs) I get what I get how you could interpret it that way, but I have to say, I'm just going to come out and say, I, that was not your interpretation of it was not, how i first heard although i do i get how you are hearing it and i but that's not i just i just actually took it as complimentary okay yeah i think it might i think it might just be just a straight up compliment okay yeah Yeah. i think it like if you if you're saying that second comment you read sort of made you think of that first comment differently i i can see what you meant by that but i i too when i when i say i'm just going to come out and say this it's something I that's like burning inside of me that I I don't I, I feel shy about saying and not because I don't think it's you know I'm just going to come out and say this um, you've got a beautiful singing voice <laughs> you know uh, well I realize this is weird because this is also could just seem like an opportunity for me to say that someone admitted that I was beautiful to them, um, which is not the case. But it could also, it could have to do a lot with me and how I feel about myself and the fact that I don't get random comments like that a lot because I'm like, 
you know, a mother of two grown men and a married lady. And I'm not on YouTube all the time on a big platform like that. But I was kind of like, and to answer your question, Andrew, or it wasn't even really a question. I felt a type of way about it the first time I saw it. And then I went back later and that comment had been added later. So it didn't, Mm. it just confirmed how I was feeling about it. But so like I said, it might not exactly be a go fuck yourself, but it was kind of like I'm squinting at you wondering if I should mm-hmm. say go fuck yourself right. to you. Yeah, like yeah. oh you're so yeah, no I get it. I get it cuz that is a type of guy. I just don't know if this is that type of guy. Yeah, I don't know cuz I don't know him. It's just a right. weird internet comment which back to the original point, you're not supposed to read them. No, you Good aren't. or bad. Mm-hmm. Even like a potentially good comment can send you spiraling. So there totally. you go. Right. There and you the, go. the follow-up comment just you know, that's comments for you, though. It's like somebody can say something really plain and then somebody comes in with a follow up that just spins the whole thing somewhere. It was completely not intended. Yes. And like that second comment could have been making fun of how that guy phrased what he said, or it right. also could have been making right. fun of me. Who knows? But I will say this. Busy Phillips. I don't think she'd mind me telling you this. Um, Back in the day. They may still have it. IMDb has like message boards, sort of. And um, I think when she was maybe on Dawson's Creek, someone on the IMDb message board said that she looked like a T-Rex and she's never been able to move past it. That's her pickle butt comment. That's, that's so, her pickle that's butt. Her pickle. That's her yeah. pickle God. butt. People that's used to butt. tell me I, I, I used to have very crooked teeth and I did YouTube videos and most of my mean comments were about my teeth. And so I eventually got Invisalign. I used to not care until I started uploading YouTube videos and that's how much a YouTube uh, comment can affect it. You know, it was like $7,000 because I was sad about what people were saying. (laughs) We all have like YouTube induced body dysphoria. Mm -hmm. Like, is that what that's called when you like dysmorphia? I think what, I don't even know what, what is that called? I think dysmorphia. Yeah. Dysmorphia. I mean, how would I know? <laughs> did they tell you you look like a cat? They did. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, you do uh, look. I mean, you do look like something a very cute cat. Listen, kind of. Fe- I'm just going to come out and say. I'm just going to come out and say that. A lot like a cat. <laughs> You're the cutest cat. I'm going to come out and say it. Thank you, Jeff. Do you want to <laughs> tell anyone off? No pressure. I I no. I'm in a. I'm in a good place and I'm going to stay there. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. You caught me on a rare moment of. Look at that. Look at that. Try me. Try me again in five minutes. <laughs> you guys, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for joining the show. Um, normally this would be the time when I would say hello and welcome to my new patrons, but we are running out of time. So I'm going to do that next week. Um, so this is where I, again, plug, uh, my Patreon sign up and I'll give you a shout out next week. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen for all that fun stuff. Um, Andrew, tell everyone where they should go to follow you and find you and plug anything you would like to, uh, have people look at. All right, you can find me on Twitter at Andrew Hunt three one one, like the band. <laughs> or uh, if you have young kids who want to check out some of the shows I've worked on over the past couple of years, the shows are called Miss Persona and Space Dragon and Kim. You can find a lot of content on YouTube or on Peacock TV. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. Casey, what about you? Oh, gosh. You can find me on Twitter at Casey. It's like Cassie with a little I after the A, so C-A-I-S-S-I-E. You can find me on Instagram at Instacase. And you can hear me every Wednesday on Busy Phillips is doing her best wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Wonderful. Um, And if you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, please make sure you're subscribed or following whatever the terminology is in your podcast listening device of choice, app of choice. Uh, tell your friends. Leave us a nice comment. We read them on the show. Uh, we have a segment where we read them. Click five stars. It is my favorite number. Uh, and um, we also have a segment where we feature ad- adoptable dogs. So, if you are affiliated with a shelter or a rescue and you know of some dogs that you would like me to feature, email me, show at gmail.com because um, I, I used to have a person on the inside who would be sending them to me, but I, I don't have a contact right now who's like sending me specific ones, dogs or cats, any animal. Um, so uh, get in touch and I can do that. But just a reminder, I know right now shelters are like crazy overloaded. So if you are in the market for a furry friend, go to a shelter, go to a rescue because uh, they are at, they are over capacity right now. Um, Yeah. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram and uh, listen to my other podcasts. Upworthy Weekly comes out on Saturdays and Childish comes out on uh, every other Wednesday. And Jeff, what about you? You can find me on Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox and you can follow my cat on Twitter at Big Louie the Cat. Awesome. Thank you again, everyone. This was so much fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. 